Saca, please. Hello and welcome to episode number 84 of Indicast. I am Abhishek and along with me I have Aditya. Hello and a very good morning. Yeah, very good morning. And if you listen closely, if uh, I don't know whether this will record, but there are birds twittering outside my window right now. It's early in the morning, seven o'clock. Yeah. I can just just shut up, just shut up, just don't talk. You see that? Ah, uh, yeah. You are in like. You know, yep. you have like birds and all. This is the best part of the morning and then after 20 minutes I have to rush to work which uh, isn't uh, as exciting sometimes. But you know what Abhishek, uh, quickly, hmm. have you noticed that you don't see as many sparrows these days? Good point. People say it is because of, of all the mobile networks coming up. There are so many just microwaves out there that uh, they are running away probably or something like that. I don't know. No, that, is no. what, that is what some people say, I don't know. But it's the fact that there aren't as many sparrows these days. No, and there are a lot of crows though. Yeah. Talking about crows and sparrows, let's get back to the topics directly. And uh, this time I think you sent me topics uh, and almost all of them were about politics. The latest one that you've sent is that Shah Rukh Khan and uh, Govinda and Nagma, these will be campaigning for Congress and... I thought it wasn't a big news. Why do you think it's the news to be spoken about? Well, because because first of all, uh, Govinda was already from Congress. Uh, mm. You know, he's an MP and all those things. Nagma has also been active, so I'm not uh, as surprised about those guys into c- coming into campaigning. But Shah Rukh Khan, I feel, has become a public figure that is larger for any one party to have. I feel he should have just stayed away from politics. He should have just stayed completely neutral because he is a sensible guy also. Okay, He talks sense. And uh, I, talking I, about that, you know, one of the interviewers had asked him that, look, nowadays I see you talking with Sonia Gandhi. All right? Yeah. And I mean, utte baithte ho aap unke saath. So are you going to join politics? So this guy replies, why don't you ask Sonia Gandhi whether she wants to join acting? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I understand if you have a point where you say that, look, he's a sensible guy and that he should stay away from politics. But I think he's a very shrewd businessman. He'll get the money. He'll put it in IPL, which now is being shifted to South Africa. He's yeah. got things to do in life. And all of them involve money. So so what you mean is he's so sure that Congress is going to be re-elected, that he's willing to back Congress. Not uh, at all. I think he hardly cares about that so long as he gets the dope, the money. And even if he doesn't, and if Congress does come into power, then he can use them for four years for the debt that they owe to him for the campaigning. And I'm sure he's a big catch. Definitely. That's why I'm saying, you know, he's, he's huge. He's going to pull a lot of uh, people into rallies and all those things. Not to listen to Sonia Gandhi, just, just, <laughs> just to see what Shah Rukh is going to talk about, if at all he talks about during a rally. Abhishek, I doubt that he's going, to be, he's going to be taking any money to do this. That could be true, but then there are many fringe and intangible benefits that... Oh, definitely. This happened with Dhirubhai Ambani during his days, and there are so many books written about it when uh, he had some relationship with Indira Gandhi. I mean, business relationship, which... Yeah. Not many entrepreneurs could boast of. Right, right, exactly. And in fact, uh, the famous story that everyone knows about is when Indira Gandhi lost, uh, what Dhirubhai Ambani did was he went to her and handed allegedly. her... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly gave her, you know, a stash of cash saying, you know, this is for you. The, you know, you have lost this time, but I believe in you, you will come back. No, 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 no. There was an interesting twist there. He told her that, look, this money has been handed over to me by your father and he wanted me to spend it for the benefit of India. 
now i don't know what to do with this money now please do what oh. you want to so he was he was clean and all ends is what the story goes that's what the legend is yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah your yeah. your story actually makes a lot of lot more sense but you know but talking about these celebrities i wonder where navjot singh sidhu is nowadays in the politics and the elections are up his one liners would have been very useful and he's batted for bjp right he he won a ticket in amritsar not very long ago yes he won a ticket uh, from amritsar in fact he got a special permission to contest the elections after he had gotten into that whole murder case and all those things huh. but uh, he must be laughing somewhere uh, or on a reality comedy show or something like that or he might be saying about this varun gandhi that varun gandhi looks as confused as a 16 year old in a topless bar yeah, that was exactly. one of those lines for deep das gupta the wicketkeeper batsman from india whatever happened to deep das gupta he is he even playing uh, ipl nahi yaar i haven't seen him in a long time i haven't read his name for in the ranji as well anyway so i just googled uh, this guy navjot sidhu up uh, he had contested in 2004 but later resigned because of his conviction for cul- culpable homicide oh he And was then, convicted was he yeah he was for his conviction for culpable homicide is what uh, wikipedia uh-huh. says yeah so the the basic the basic funda is don't mess with sidhu don't mess with him and don't mess with uh, one more lady who's uh, out on the newspapers and on tv wanting to contest for the prime minister of india for the post mayawati what do you have to talk about her oh mayawati dude hmm. this is what i think and i i may not be very popular with this thought but everyone is has been saying mayawati nahi chalega and you know how bad it would be to have her as a leader etc just think about what would happen will she be able to talk at, at g20 and all those things you know fair argument but what i am trying to say here is if you really look at statistics lalu prasad came in took over railways and turned it around completely and we know how successful railways is now that's point number 1 point number 2 we have chidambaram who as the finance minister for the last 4 years now chidambaram what he is harvard educated very sophisticated and all those things but then is leaving us with the largest fiscal deficit for india throughout its history so i don't think education can really be a barometer when it comes to politics in india because if you if you look at these two things it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense so if you apply that thing to mayawati's candidature you don't know what you're going to get into or what you're going to get out of it for all i know for all we know she might be the best thing that happened to india because she first of all she is going to be far more driven than manmohan singh to perform well okay to mm-hmm. do well for the country Lo- i'm thinking logically if you say that you know I'm okay i'll add i'll add some more logic to it see you say that she must be more driven because she may not have a track record as that of chidambaram but here's here's the facts listen to these every year there is a pratha or what's the word in english here there is a tradition basically tradition yeah. yes there is a tradition yeah. that mayawati's party they collect money from businessmen during a birthday yeah. there was one mr mk gupta who was killed because he wasn't willing to give out the money that was very recent then not very long ago i think it was early 2000 where she was in the middle of some 175 crore scam for the taj corridor case that is they wanted to rehabilitate the area around the taj and uh, not the as in her opposition party that led by mulayam singh yadav and she came in the way and she embezzled funds and used it for her own benefit etc etc she is the highest taxpayer 
uh, officially 26 crores in the whole country among all politicians. I don't know how that money lands up in her coffers. Right. So logically, if I were to say, then it's like that uh, ad of Avis versus Hertz. You know, they say that <laughs> we are number two. That's why we try harder. So it's like I have a pathetic track record. That's why I'll try harder to get no. things better. See, agreed. And and what I'm trying to say is everybody is only talking about that side. Only, hmm. Everybody is only looking at the bad things that she has done. Okay. Now, I'm not aware of any good things that she has done. But... Even, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but even Lalu was involved in the... In the, in the Forest scam. Uh, Forest scam. Even Rajiv Gandhi was there. Now we know was there in the Boko scam. Really, was that proven, or I think it was? It was not. It was not proven because that Kotrochi guy wouldn't come to India, or they, right. they couldn't find him. But everyone knows that something was going on there. Everything was not okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you, what I am saying is that you never know what will happen. But uh, come on, between this lady Mayawati and Mira Sanyal, there is one 47-year-old. Uh, head of ABN Amro Bank. She is an IM Ahmedabad, I don't know, one of the IMs and then INSEAD or INSEAD, I don't know how you pronounce that. She's educated from there. Uh, yeah. She's uh, also contesting. Now, would you not want to choose someone like her, maybe, than somebody who has such a pathetic track record? Dude, I don't know what she's going to go and do that. Even <laughs> she does not have a record. I mean, having no record is as good as a bad record. Ah, uh, come on. Because you don't know what she's going to turn out to be. Kya bolte ho, known devil is always better than uh, unknown devil, right? Yeah, something, so like, something that, yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm not saying she's bad or anything. She's educated, but that doesn't mean she'll be a good public administrator, dude. Leading in a hierarchical organization is completely different than leading in a in a political environment where you know a, a guy might not be the chief of the party but he is the senior most out there and hence has to be respected and one has to do what he says think i agree with you but then as as a common man if i know that okay here's a woman who goes to work comes home works hard for her money dresses well knows how to carry herself all these little things like any other person out there what what i am saying is chidambaram also was well dressed chidambaram <laughs> also was well educated but what is he giving us he gave us the largest fiscal deficit. He did those good. American investment bankers did. <laughs> Come on. And it's no, there all across the no, world. No, this is fiscal deficit. This is this is government ka paisa. So this, this has nothing to do with the stock exchange crash and all. I'm sure some of it does. But not to that extent. Uh, I have to so read up I'm trying, Fiscal deficit is basically government ka revenues versus cost. Yeah. So, to, to be asked to put it very sim, in, a, in a very simple term. And I thought uh, I was the host of Busy Nation. <laughs> Dude, I am knowledgeable because I listen to Busy Nation. Oh, yes, that, that's a very big plug for your body. <laughs> but what works for people like Mayavati is, as compared to the ones who are newcomers, is that they have a big political clout. Means if they want to pass a decision, if it is in good intentions and if they have something in mind, they have they, they have the power to back it up. Yeah, and plus, you know, if if you really look at who she's contesting against, Meera Sanyal, oh, she's yes. contesting against Milin Devra, who is also... Granddaddy. <laughs> I mean, his his dad has been the, the candidate since 1984, except for two terms. It's been a Devra constituency. Oh. And even this guy is educated. Even this guy is a Boston University, looks, you know, suave and looks dresses well and all those things. So what what else is she going to bring to the table? I'm not saying that that the political family say, so you shouldn't contest elections. I, I think she what she's doing is pretty ballsy. 
Uh, yeah, she said that she's going to revamp the public transport if given a chance in, in Mumbai and improve the quality of life in trains. And that reminded me of one ad that I heard in Adne, one public announcement on the radio. I don't know whether you've heard this. You know at peak times how our stations are like, uh, our, our railway stations. So they will employ a few pushers to push you inside the train and help you get out of it during peak times. And they'll be carrying big shields which will be pushing you inside the train so that you oh, yeah. make it. So it's like, oh, kya? So that's, if that is what we have come down to, then I, I'll cast my vote to somebody who at least cares for little things like these which we have taken for granted because it's a nightmare to be traveling in local trains and you know it because you do it. Oh yeah, every time. I mean, these are all naive thoughts that she is getting as a first-time candidate. <laughs> that if she becomes, if she becomes a, a an MP, she is going to be able to change the railway system in, in Mumbai. You know, there are what in her constituency, there might not be more than two to three railway stations. Hmm. Where her constituency, South Bombay constituency, if I am not wrong. Mm-hmm. And Bombay is a huge place. I doubt that she is going to be able to change the transportation system. Man, for that to happen, you need a dictator than in India. <laughs> immense powers yes. to do all these things. Immense powers and as you said, immense kya bolte wo hold control over people and over the system. And moreover, you know, this lady, uh, I, I'm not against her, but it, her candidacy just doesn't doesn't have that uh, substance behind it. Because she, she was born in South Bombay, she studied in South Bombay, she went to college in South Bombay, she works in South Bombay. Freaking, I don't know if she ever stepped out of South Bombay. She, I don't know if she has lived outside South Bombay to know South Bombay mein kya karna chahiye. Well, you seem to be all for Mayawati and you don't give this woman any, any brownie points at all? No, 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 dude. I am not for Mayawati. Let me, let me not give the wrong uh, impression. I am not for Mayawati. But what I am saying is that if Mayawati comes in, we might be surprised by her performance, we could be surprised, is what I'm saying. Yeah, let's keep yeah. our fingers crossed that you know, some of the politicians are like, in spite of being like dog's tails, they will straighten up. And that's yeah, and plus, and plus this, this Meera Sanya lady, who she, she works for ABN AMRO, she's the head for ABN AMRO. Now this is completely in a lighter vein. Uh, ABN AMRO is part of the Royal Bank of Scotland company. So the argument here is going to be, Sala company nahi sambal sakta hai, company dubra hai, to ye desh kya sambal hai uh, that is what the traditional uh, yeah politicians are going to talk about her. Yeah, I mean, if she can handle one scam, which is more than 100 crore rupees, then I think her, her point will be, look, I came out of it clean. I haven't been laid off. So, <laughs> yet. Not, yet. <laughs> well, well, moving on to an interesting topic is that of the Congress says that it will now have reservation for NRIs. 50% of the seats for people of Indian origin and NRI students. In this pisses me off. <laughs> And where was this reservation? I couldn't read the topic very well. I mean, this reservation is in which fields? Well, it's not in the fields. It's in the in the universities yeah. itself. So they are they promised that they'll set up four new universities right. with fifty freaking percent of seats reserved for people of Indian origin and NRI students. But I think it's a good move, yeah. Look, no, it's not. I am in India. Freaking, I am paying my taxes here. Reserve seats for me, not for people living abroad okay. who are not paying their taxes here. Let's let's see this slightly objectively. For from the point of view of the Congress, if you were the PR guy or the marketing strategist for Congress, look, NRI's people are coming back home. 
it's, it's the best time to be investing in NRIs. There are some 30 million NRIs and people from Indian origin, and a good percentage is returning back home. So if you're winning well, I, them, you get their votes, you get in power, maybe you shut down the universities tomorrow, I don't know about it. But right now, uh, the PR agency has done a good job to get that press release out. Well, see, okay, so from a PR angle, this is a good news. And this was also part of the manifesto that uh, Congress released a couple of days back. This is, manifesto is basically the party document which is saying we are going to do X, Y, Z after we win the election. Okay, so that is what that document is. And this was part of that document. What actually bothers me is you said all these people are coming back and all those things. They are coming back. These are highly selfish people like this. <laughs> they are coming back because... You are one of those a couple of years ago. Don't say yeah. that. <laughs> but I came back when the when US was also doing well. I'm and I am I'm, I'm no saint here. Okay, I am also a selfish guy when it comes to because everything is about that. Everything. You just don't do things because you are expecting people to come back. Things might take a turn for tomorrow in the next year. And they'll remove the 50% reservation, simple. They'll still have that university. Imagine this, 50% has gone to NRI. Out of the 50% that is remaining, 33% will go to the other categories and all the other reserved areas. Right. So what is left for open category is going to be ridiculous. I don't know what is going to happen. The open category is now the minority community. They are going to be the, the, the deprived classes. You recall, dude, I remember this when I was standing outside Pudar College uh, 1998 after I had got my results, 10th yeah. standard. My name, and I had scored surprisingly well in 10th standard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had scored 85% and my, my name was number 174 in that list. <laughs> and yeah. then I went to the other list, uh, the reserved <laughs> category list. First list, name number 3. 38%. Whoa. Four, name number yeah. 4, 39% or 37%. I don't know. It's like they just, just cleared. See, there yeah. might be good intentions or whatever intentions they are. We are not getting into a political debate here. But as a 15-year-old wanting to get into Pudar, it hurts you during that time that, thank God, had I got 80%, I wouldn't have gotten into Pudar at all. Yeah, I mean, you got to be, if you're in the open category, you have to be brilliant. Or you need to be a cricketer to get into Pudar. <laughs> Or you need to be a cricketer, exactly. Yes. But if you're an average, you know, open category student, forget it. Your life is already ruined. Uh, I was one. I just got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I wasn't the brilliant one. I got into the other sports quota. Ah, the sports quota came in. The football helped you out. Yeah, yeah. So, so don't always listen to your parents. Go out and play as well. <laughs> Basically, uh, but by the way, and a quick update. I'm on, um, I'm on Google, and there's this. Uh, Aji announced that Azhar is going to contest. Azharuddin apna is going to apna nahi hai, mera nahi. Ha. Ek zaman but it's not after he did the country. Okay. Azharuddin is going to contest Lok Sabha polls from Moradabad. I thought he was just going to be a, going to take the back seat and all those things. See, he's already started lying and switching what he said. We are talking like one of those people who are in their mid 40s with the newspaper out and a cup of tea saying that this country is going to the dogs. Isn't that what we are supposed to do? Now we are talking, we, we decided that election topics are going to dominate this particular Absolutely. podcast because. Well, that is what is happening all around us. You know, you can't just ignore it. What we can have is maybe like the, maybe try this out. See, use the internet a little more effectively because the educated will automatically switch. Means you have those, see, you know, in the US, the, through YouTube and CNN, they had a tie up and people would ask questions to Barack Obama. 
yeah. and he would answer directly to you and all those things we have the media we have the internet if raga.com and youtube are the first one of the first 10 most visited sites in india so broadband doesn't seem to be like a big problem suddenly so maybe use right. that and i think the educated folks can chip in because yeah, they are lazy we are lazy all of us the educated folks they don't go out to vote but you bring the votes to them yeah that uh, is what should i join politics man <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll lose them. Yeah. I think you'll be a very bad politician. You're a nice guy. You don't have you, nice guys don't survive in politics. I'm an average student, so that doesn't help either. I'm not from an I am. <laughs> yeah. You have nothing going for you. What's your agenda going to be? <laughs> a miracle. But a miracle. Yeah, that's all. hope. Hope. Anyways, and briefing. Quick, another quick update. Nano launched, by the way. Oh yes, Tata Nano. Yeah. After a long couple of years. Yeah, exactly. And now Mamta Banerjee is saying Nano Launch is a conspiracy against me. <laughs> no, let it go. The production is not in your state either now. Oh boy! You are on the other side of the country. You are not involved anymore. My who is this? Mamta Banerjee. Mamta Banerjee. Yeah, Mamta hmm. Banerjee. There, there are there are a lot of powerful ladies right now in the politics. Right, lot of all the ladies are pretty oh. very powerful right yes. now. Sonia Gandhi, Mamta Banerjee in 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 the in the And then Apna uh, Khan, who's the lady that we talked about? Mayavati. Mayavati. Mayavati Ben. What else do we have? Uh, this well, episode? that's about it, I guess, from this episode of politics. That's about it. Yep. Uh, you have anything more to add? Not really. IPL के बारे में बात करना है या what what's going to happen? No, we'll we'll talk about the IPL once it it gets started and also in what time zone will we be watching those matches? Yeah. See, if you if you. If you compare, dude, those birds are awesome, man. Oh, I, I, mean, I hardly hear all these birds out here. <laughs> But anyways, I'm, I'm. You live in Panvel, the other end of Bombay. The other end of Bombay. And I live in Thane. What am I talking about? The other end of Bombay. The third end of the Bombay. But yeah, uh, yeah about about the viewing time in India. You remember that T20 World Championship happened in South Africa. Oh yes. We were watching it in the evenings. Right. the matches so i think you know the reason they might have picked south africa is so that indian audiences could join them uh, later in the night india is the driving force now in cricket yeah obviously i mean you take india out of ipl it's just pl yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't it just doesn't make sense nobody is going to watch that that's a good joke <laughs> yeah and so don't forget to comment on whatever ramblings that we did today it was a very random episode uh, all about politics you never know what will happen yes then that's about it bye 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 bye